You ain't doing the intro. Welcome to Jeff and Mike's Super... Just want to welcome you to Jeff's Super Cool Podcast, the hottest show on YouTube and the internet. I'm your host, Jeff, with his assistant... We're not even on the internet. We're just on YouTube. But YouTube is on the internet. No, no, no. There is the internet and there's YouTube. No, 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 no. See, this is the thing that I don't understand. You need to understand here. YouTube is on the internet. No, no, no. It's two separate things. You know, I'm done. I can't even deal with this. See, before, I'm too classy for this. See, before we used to have internet, right? And then our cable provider came out and then they installed Wi-Fi. And now instead of having internet, we have Wi-Fi. So YouTube is kind of the same way. YouTube is a, is you a know what? separate thing. We're not even going to talk about the dumb internet users in the world. But you know what we are going to talk about today? We're going to talk about some Google. We're going to talk about some console wars. We're going to talk about some Disney. We're going to talk about some more of the government's ban on the Chinese phones and violence in video games along with our normal wrestling stuff. So I want to welcome you all to Jeff's Super Cool Podcast starring me, Jeff. First of all, I told you last week I was like, no more ratchet topics for the podcast. And But you're the one that came up with all these topics. No, I didn't put the Disney Plus thing up there. I found a link to it, but you're the one who wanted to talk about that. The stuff that I picked was classy. Anyways, we're going to hop right into it today. So Google is discriminating against pregnant women in the workplace. That's what one woman is claiming. So she's... But you know the rule. If one woman claims it, it's true. But it was one of those things that I read. The reason I picked it up, it was one of those things that I read where I was like, this is probably true. Because a lot of the times, even though it's against the law to discriminate against pregnant women, a lot of the times, I feel like the employer is not going to want to hire somebody that's pregnant because they're like, oh, they're going to have to take time off work. Or, like, promote somebody that's pregnant because they're like, oh, they're going to have to miss work. And even if they don't outright say that, I feel like there's a good chance that it's probably 
True. It is, it is a possibility. And that's basically what she was saying, that she observed, like, her manager making comments about, like, other people being pregnant and being emotional and all this stuff. Or they, they can't, or their work quality is not as good because they're pregnant. And then, apparently, she had a bunch of issues with the manager, and then she tried to, to leave the manager and go to a different position, which she did get, but now she's pregnant, and they're like, well, we're not even going to give you a team right now because you're pregnant, and you're going to have to leave anyway. So, so but pretty much she said that she's not going back there to Google. Um, but Okay, so I'm going to play devil's advocate here, and the reason why I'm going to play devil's advocate is because they're not really discriminating against her saying she's not going to have that position. She's going to have that position. They're not giving her a team right now because she's going to be out shortly either way, which does make sense because then someone else is going to have to step in and do her work in the end either way. It's better to go ahead and just have them set up for that team versus having to have everything switched over, like permissions, etc., I understand what you're saying, but technically, I get it. Technically, you're not supposed to do that. It's against the law. But, I mean, come on. I mean, it would still make sense, from, in my opinion, it would make sense to put the team in place, at least. Even if she's like, even if they put her in a position where she's not directly running the team right now, but the, the person that's going to be filling in for her is running the team to kind of get things started. And then yeah. when she goes on leave, then she come back and like take back over or whatever. To right. me, that would probably make the most sense. Um, but yeah, it was kind of just stuff like that. And Google has had a bunch of issues recently. Well, it's not like super recently, but within the last couple of years of discrimination in the workplace with women and stuff. And they've been making an effort to, to do better like every other company in the world now granted the previous manager shouldn't have said stuff about women being emotional when they're pregnant that is a bit out of line i mean even though technically they can they can be i'm not saying they are they can be but that's just normal processes or body processes and hormones going out of flux so yeah. well the other thing was like i forgot which class it was I think it was a year or two ago, but we had to write, like, uh, it wasn't really a paper. It was probably, like, two or three paragraphs. They give, they give you a scenario every week, and you have to write a paragraph about it. And one of them was, like, are uh, you coming up with this, on this really intensive project for a year that you're going to need committed people for, and then you interview a woman that's pregnant, and you know that she's going to have to take time for the, you know, to leave. Basically, are you still going to hire that person, knowing that they have to leave? I would still say it depends on how her interview went. Like her throwing out the fact that she's pregnant and how well I felt like she could do the job. If she could keep up and do the job up until, you know, shortly before she has to go on leave, then yes, I would, I would probably hire her, but that's just me. Yeah. I mean, so my thing when I wrote the paper was I said that I would hire her. I would just plan to have maybe an extra person or an extra position in case someone has leaked. I also made the point like, okay, so you know that she's going to be out because she's pregnant, but other things happen. Like people quit. Like you can't, 
Like I people get fired. Yeah, realistically, like you start off with a team like I'm just gonna hire this many people for this team, and that's gonna be it. All these people are gonna work out. It realistically never really, does. Yeah, it doesn't happen that way. So you should be planning in case someone just because you know that she's gonna have to leave doesn't mean that you should be planning for other people to, to possibly leave anyway, and have maybe an extra person or two to make up for that. So, yeah, makes sense. I don't think that's a valid reason not to hire somebody. No. However, other people in my class were like, no, they wouldn't hire her. As messed up as it is, because they know that she's gonna have to take time off. It was my, it was mainly the other men that were saying that, so that's why I kind of want to talk about that because I do feel like it's something. Even if people don't say it, because obviously you can't say that, like you can't say that that's the reason I'm not hiring that person because they're pregnant, because it's against the law to say. Yeah, that. yeah, and this goes to my rant for the week. So we were driving by Planned Parenthood. The other day. And all I saw was a bunch of old fucking white men sitting out there with Jesus save signs and literally like a full blown thing with Jesus on it. And I am not against religion. However, to you idiots that are sitting there in front of Planned Parenthood, and I hope one of you motherfuckers finds this video. I hope you do. And I want you to comment on it. I'm just going to say, screw you. You guys have no, absolutely no damn right to tell a woman what to do with her body. You're old, you're white, and you don't have a fucking vagina. And this is, this is, this is coming from someone that's not overly liberal, not overly conservative. I'm being 100% honest. If you have a damn penis, you have no right to tell a woman what to do with her body. Because your job is done anywhere between 30 seconds and 30 minutes. For the most part. Are you done now? Because I'm trying to make the podcast classy again. No, actually I'm not. So if you do somehow find this video, do me a favor and jump... And go fuck yourself. Thank you. Anyway, back to being classy. And I wasn't trying to make that political, but I had to throw that out there because it felt like it goes into the discrimination in the workplace. You just really don't have any right to tell a woman. All joking aside and me pretending to go on a rant, you really don't have a right to tell a woman what to do with her body if you're a man and you don't have you don't have those type of reproductive organs. It's that simple. Yeah, but I do th- I think overall, like, you can't just... It's the same as having... It's not the same as having a disability, but it's protected the same way. Yeah. Exactly right. Like, for instance, like, if someone knew your history with epilepsy, they could be like, well, I'm not going to hire him because he has seizures. And obviously, you can't do that legally, but at the same time, they might think that. It's kind of the, it's, it's a similar situation. But just because you know something, just because you know, like, obviously, you know, they have something going on, mm-hmm. that doesn't disqualify someone from doing a job. Unless you don't have a driver's license, that disqualifies you from not doing a job. I've lost jobs because of that. Even though it didn't say a license was required, I never got an interview for it. It's preferred. 
All right, let's move on to our next story. I'm actually going to jump to this other one because this is this. So this is a big deal because it's the government. So basically, the Trump administration has banned agencies, like federal agencies, from buying Chinese phones, pretty much. So, so they Huawei included, and ZTE. There's like 48 other manufacturers. Wow. Huawei and ZTE are just the two biggest. But yeah, they basically can't. Like, if you work for a government agency, or at least for the federal government, you can't buy or own a Huawei device, pretty much. Woo! Keep America Great 2020! Bye. What? I'm just... I'm trying to say, keep America great. Is there anything wrong with that? I don't know. I'm just confused. About what the big deal is? I'm just confused. I guess what's confusing about this is like I'm thinking back of when when did China become such a big security risk? I mean, I don't care because I mean none of us work for the government anyway, so it's not like it really is gonna affect most people. But like when did China become such a big security risk for the US? Because Dump said so. You are so rude. What? I'm I'm being honest. I mean, I ain't trying to be political, but the guy talks out his ass. And I'm not one of those people that say, hey, vote for Democrat, vote for Republican, vote for whatever, vote for whoever the hell you want to. But the reality of it is if you really sit there and don't think this guy doesn't talk out his ass and lie, 90, at least 97% of the time, then you're probably, well, yeah, well, you probably are a dump supporter then. Well, the thing the thing that concerns me is it's really one of those things where like this doesn't really matter that much to us, like I said, because it's federal government employees. Yeah. But if we're going to start this whole trade war with China, it's really going to affect us as a consumer in the end because if they start taxing, you know, well, it's already going to affect us anyway because they're already taxing stuff that's imported from China. Yeah. More so, the prices of everything is going to go up because most of our shit comes from China. But yet, they don't want to raise minimum wage. They don't want to do any of that. So yet, you're going to, you're still, you're going to have like a phone. All I can say is, I got to pay fifteen hundred dollars for a damn iPhone. I'm gonna be pissed. I'm just gonna go out there and say that I ain't gonna be happy because I don't buy these phones anyways because I like a phone that doesn't crash on me every five seconds. Bye. What? I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be 100% honest. Like you said, it doesn't really affect... It's going to affect how consumers purchase stuff, which is going to, in the end, affect the economy negatively. So... I mean, it got to the point that it was like last month, Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft got together to write a letter to the government about the stuff going on in China because they're like, hey, this is going to significantly raise the prices of our consoles. If you know, you're gonna put taxes on it. Yeah, but the other the other end of it, what I was gonna point out is, if China does the same thing to the U.S., then even American companies are gonna start losing a lot of money because China is still a huge market. Exactly, they're a huge market, and I don't care what you say about this. I'm trying to figure out why they're a bigger security risk than Russia. Because to be honest with you, Russia is probably more of a security risk. However, 
you're still going to let Kapersky go on in the U.S. and put that on government computers? I mean, they just trying to look out. I'm just being honest. I would personally rather, rather like a, a go- if I was running the government, a government employee have one of those phones than to have Kapersky on your computer. Especially after the details did come out that they did somehow affect the previous election. And let's be honest, the president really has very limited power, real power. It's all done by lawmakers. So that's the reason why I'm going to say get out and vote and vote for the person that's going to do the job right. Not people that are going to say, and this is where it goes directly into the next topic. So you might as well go ahead and get that up. Not people that say violence in video games is what's causing mass shootings. Lord, I can't believe you put this on the thing. You put it on there. Oh, Lord, it's so hooded here now. I apologize. I apologize. But how ghetto it is. But, yes. Mass shootings in video games. Is that Fortnite? I'm telling y'all. There's no uh, link to anything? No, I just put no. it up there. Okay. I don't want to talk about it. But that Fortnite, y'all, y'all letting the kids play it, and it's got all that shooting in there. So, you're going to sit there and say mass shootings are, and I'm not trying to make this political, but it's going to go a little bit into it because it's hard to do it. And no one is saying we need to ban guns. No one's saying we need to ban guns. But there needs to be a strict, there needs to be like a fine line between what you need to do to get a gun, whether than just in some some states, being able to walk in and buy a gun and leave within 30 minutes. That's ridiculous. You don't have the proper training. You don't have the proper permits. You don't have the proper anything. So you can sit there and argue this point all you want, but the reality of it is you need a license to drive a car, but you don't need a license to buy a gun in every state. That's That's what I'm saying. You need to be tested before you get a license. Is that correct? Why don't you? Why Why don't we have a test for a person to be able to have a gun? Properly know how to use it. Properly know how to clean it. Properly know how to do everything with it. And I'm not saying ban guns. I'm just saying need to make sure that crazies don't get guns, or try to make it harder for the crazies to get the guns. And you can sit there and you can argue the point of, well, yes. It's not going to fix everything. You're right. It is not going to keep the guns out of everybody's hands. However, it can make it a little bit more difficult for them to get a gun. Oh, I was literally just going to talk about the violence in video games thing because I thought it was funny. So, oh. again, which has been going on since the 90s, they're trying to blame violence in video games. Like it's So, it's one of those things where it really is like a scapegoat. Whereas like it just comes up periodically, and it doesn't matter which what the popular game because GTA so GTA was like the closest that they've ever been to having a point because GTA was kind of violent back in the day for a game. It's still violent. It is, but now it's like it's not that they've toned down the violence in GTA. It's just that the game since it's become more realistic and other shooters are more realistic. It's just like a normal shooter now, pretty much. There's not really anything that's outrageous about the violence in GTA, but the thing is like Fortnite. I think I think Fortnite was mentioned. I'm pretty sure, but until I see evidence, and by yeah, evidence that, I mean I would have to see like one of these mass shootings. They have to parachute through like the roof, 
and then they have to have no weapons, and then they come in there, and then they take like a cash register or something, and then they kill somebody with the cash register first, and then they take their gun, and they start like it has to be like a full like okay, they were they were copying Fortnite for sure. Like they they come in on a flying bus and parachute out of it. And all Don't forget stuff. about the loot llamas. All right, they, and then they dress like a bush, and then they build like a house around them really quickly, in like what five seconds. Yeah, but it's it's dumb because I. The thing is, they've done a lot of studies to try mm. to see if there was a correlation between. Uh, there's not violent video games, and, not, and, and there's not. The, there's not has been nothing significantly like produced to be like, oh, there's. There is a, it's cause and effect. It, this goes back to my my statement that I was saying just a moment ago. It's a scapegoat so that they can say, hey, it's not guns. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I just like. I'm not, I don't, I'm not trying to get political either. I'm not either. But but I'm just tired of like the video game thing. It's been going on since I remember back when I was like 10 or 11. And back then, it's like something like as someone who plays video games and understands what video games are, and they're, they're not just like a symphony of violence all the time. And even the ones that are, people just play them for fun. Just like people, just like if you go and watch the fucking, I don't know, Terminator movie or... You know, if you watch Die Hard back in the day, every time everybody that watched Die Hard just wants to go out and fucking shoot people. That's well, the same thing. It's the same thing. I play Kingdom Hearts, but you don't see me building like a metal fucking keyblade and going out and beating somebody to death with it. You know? I'm not going to jump in the air like 20-some fucking feet and then dive off a cliff and just like hit somebody in the head with a keyblade. No. It don't work that way. I mean, like I said, for violence in general... Look at other avenues that are going to be the pro- real problem. Not this. This is ridiculous. All right. Moving on to better news. Well, I don't know if it's better or not. I don't even know why I put this up here. But I thought I thought it might be an interesting show. So Console Wars, we're never going to watch it though because it's going to be on CBS All Access. But Console Wars. I'm probably going to, I'm probably going to subscribe to it so I can watch it. I like documentary stuff like that. Yeah, so Console Wars, it's a book about the Sega Genesis and SNES. You know, they had, there was beefing back in the day, fighting, blah, 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 fighting each other, punching each other in the face. So they're doing a, a TV series about it. So it's going to be like a documentary. Right here it says in the Arts Technical article, a documentary short run TV series, which will air on CBS All Access. Which I think is kind of cool because I'm, I'm all for watching something that's a little bit interesting in like history of video games etc like i said i watch a lot of documentaries whether it's like ken burns and all his stuff to other documentaries i, I just like watching that stuff it's yeah and plus it's interesting now like having grown mm-hmm. up with these consoles and now because like obviously people that were older that were in the video game industry at that time probably heard about a lot of this stuff but i didn't hear about a lot of that stuff because i was like you know a little little kid when these consoles were you weren't that little. You were like five or six. That's little. That's not little. Little, little is like one or two. But that obviously you're not going to know what's going on between like Nintendo and Sega behind the scenes when you're like five years old. Right. So that's why to me it was interesting. So I do want to watch it, but I'm not trying to subscribe to another freaking streaming service. Yeah, Come but this on. one's not too expensive though. So this one's like Five ninety nine a month, I think. I already paid them fifty dollars a year. 
Not CBS. Yes, I do. How do you pay them $5 a year? $50 50. a year. Oh, oh, Giant Bomb, right? Because I subscribe to Giant Bomb. But anyways, yeah, I'm kind of interested to see what this is like. I'll probably check it out. Probably do a free trial on it first and see how it works. Like the free trial you did on YouTube TV so you could watch wrestling this week? That was you, but anyways. Now moving forward to streaming platforms. So Disney announced that their Disney Plus service is going to be bundled with Hulu and ESPN Plus for just twelve ninety nine a month. Well, you know what I'm doing. Not getting it because we're not getting no more streaming services. Oh, no. No oh, more. No. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You ain't got any word to say here, and this is going to be cheaper in the long run. It's like a dollar cheaper than what we'd be paying if we had Disney Plus on this. So we'd be saving 12 bucks a year. I don't want ESPN Plus. It doesn't matter. Don't, I don't watch like it. sports. I know you don't watch sports, but they still we're have... not getting it. They still have wrestling documentaries on ESPN, which no. you can watch. Those... I sec- don't want it. Stop acting like a little baby. Anyways, this is actually a really good price for three services. You got to admit that. All right. So, if this is to be true, which it is, I'm just going to say it now. The Apple TV streaming service is already dead because there's no way that they're going to be able to compete price-wise. With that. With that. Like, even Disney Plus by itself. And then the fact that you got Hulu and ESPN all together for like 13 a month, like mm-hmm. unless Apple's gonna come in at like five dollars a month, then which you know it's Apple, so they're not going to. Well, I mean, it depends on content as well. I just don't have any confidence at this point that they're gonna come out with anything that's gonna be great. I mean, not not saying that they're gonna come out with like there's a difference between coming out with good content and coming out with great content, like. Something like Game of Thrones, even though I'm not personally a fan of the show, that's great content that's going to bring people, that people will subscribe to HBO, even though it's over now, but you know, people subscribe to HBO just to watch Game of Thrones. I don't think Apple is going to have a show like that off the bat. So, um, what was the HBO service that's coming out next year? What's it called? HBO Max, right? Yeah. Okay. See, I'm kind of curious to see what they're going to do, because there is going to be content up there. Not necessarily HBO content that I want to watch there. But they're also going to have Adult Swim, Cartoon Network content, all that stuff up there too because it's from the same company or same parent company. So I really think we're getting to the point now where traditional cable is really getting very close to being like providers are going to be start doing this to cable or content providers are going to start doing this to cable providers. For people who are listening to it, he put up his middle finger. Um, Yeah, pretty much. But the thing is... They're so, just going to start saying fuck you in the story. But the thing is, that the reason I don't think the Apple streaming service is going to be successful is even if they have that show, what other content are they going to have? Because if you think about it, Hulu has all that other stuff. Like if you Netflix. get Disney Plus, Netflix has a bunch of other stuff. HBO has a bunch of other movies and stuff that like if you're not watching Game of Thrones, then at least you have the other stuff to watch. Like, what they announced, like, ten... Well, this had to be less than ten shows. And then whatever mm-hmm. the hell Oprah's doing with them. But I just don't think that they're going to have the content, especially out of the gate, to compete with Disney Plus that already has their content. And then, on top of that, they have Hulu and ESPN. I'm, first off, I'm going to tell you, and the reason why I'm going to tell you this is because you never underestimate the power of Oprah fans. End of story. But wanna, she didn't even announce a show or anything. I wish she was doing. It doesn't matter. Never underestimate the power of Oprah fans. They so some, saying, they some loyal fans. Look, 
them old crusty black bitches ain't gonna save Apple. Apple and them basic ass white bitches ain't gonna save Apple's TV servers. They're gonna have to do more than that. Then they get some fucking six-year-old, old, crusty-ass bitches to sign up for the service. <laughs> you are so rude. Anyways, I do think Disney's is, as of right now, until I can see what all HBO Max is going to be putting out, offers a lot more content or more bang for the buck, so to speak. Because you're going to get Disney+, Plus, which has Star Wars, Marvel, Disney, and all the family-friendly stuff that they, they said. There's not going to be anything rated R up there. It's going to be geared towards families which makes sense hulu is going to be that in that wide variety of stuff so i expect the nickelodeon stuff to eventually get pulled down probably from hulu probably eventually because i'm pretty sure they're going to start their own service eventually but you got all that stuff there uh, not to mention the originals, etc. that Hulu does. And then you hit the sports fans. And not only sports fans, with ESPN+, Plus, you hit the UFC fan base as well. Which is a huge fan base. I don't know. It's, we'll see. Like I said, they, it's, it's funny because like, Apple announced their shit. And like a month later, Disney announced Disney+. Plus, and then they already stole like a lot of attention from there. And then yeah. they announced this. And it's like, Apple hasn't even come out with like, their pricing or any other details. And they're both supposed to be out around the same time. So that's why I said they're going head to head. Exactly. So I agree with you. I don't think it's going, It. I'm interested to see how it works or how it's going to go. However, I'm not overly confident in it. I just think a lot of stuff with Apple service wise recently, like when they announce stuff, they really haven't delivered out of the gate. They really haven't. And they they really need something that's going to deliver out of the gate. So I do want to see them like go head force into it. But we'll see. Um, we'll see this fall. What happens. Okay. So moving on. We're going to discuss a little bit of wrestling here. Not much because we're actually the SummerSlam pre-show is going on right now. So we're missing While that. we're recording it. So, which is fine. It's just a pre-show. Doesn't matter too much. But we did catch NXT TakeOver Toronto last night, which I thought was a really great event. Um, opening match was... Oh, the tag team match, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The Undisputed Era versus... Um, the Street Profits! Crime Time Part 2. They are not Crime Time. They are way better than Crime Time. Even you gotta admit that. Yeah. In the ring and on the mic. So, I think everyone was expecting them to lose the titles because they've been kind of on Raw recently. they retained. Yep, so they retained the titles. Which it could be they, they just put them on Raw to bring more attention to NXT. Since the rumor is, you know, they're supposed to be going to FS1 once the Fox deal goes through. Yeah, that's the rumor that it's gonna NXT is going to be a two-hour show on FS1 and... I hope they get two hours, but I hope Vince McMahon doesn't get any kind of like um, control over it, which I don't think he will. I can't foresee that's that's Triple H's baby, so I can see him still being in charge of it. Oh no, because once TV gets involved, it's different. I don't think Vince cares as much because it was a network. Yeah, but you also got to look at it from the standpoint: he's got Raw, he's got SmackDown, and he's got XFL. Yeah, but he still had time to ruin ECW. Yeah, but he didn't have XFL then. XFL's already flopped, so it doesn't really matter. I mean, 
we'll see about that. I'm not even going to get into that right now because we're just talking about the show. So you also had the Kyrie, uh, I said, almost like Kyrie saying, but uh, Io Shirai versus Candice, Candice LeRae. That match was really good. Io Shirai won. I think she makes a great heel personally. Yeah, I like how they really changed her character. Because like, it seems like with a lot of the Japanese wrestlers, they don't really change their character that much when they turn heel. Mm-hmm. They're just like, oh, go out there and do the same stuff, but do some bad stuff in the ring. And I don't I don't like that. Like, Io Shirai, complete character transformation, and I like it. How she works changed. Yeah. How she dressed changed. How she acts changed. Even to her music kind of changed. So, it was a really good showing. I, I kind of dig her as a heel. Um, I personally, some people believe Candice LeRae works well as a babyface. I think she works okay as a babyface. I would like to see her heel eventually because... She just has bitchy undertones. Thank you. I don't know what it is, but like, no matter what she does, whether it's on the mic or in the ring, she just has bitchy undertones. and it's... It doesn't feel like she sincerely means what she says. Yeah. Half the time. Even when it was her husband involved, it didn't feel like she sincerely believed what she was telling him. So, anyways, I would like to see that eventually, but moving on. Uh, we also got a brawl between Killian Dane, formerly of Sanity, and... I forget what his name is. It's Matt Riddle. That's right. But I was going to say the OGB. Bye. Or the OG bro. I'm not dealing with this. I thought that was pretty cool. I think it went on a little longer than it really needed to, but overall that was kind of a little add-in because neither one of them were on the card. And can you tell me why Killian Dane and Alexander Wolf are getting more time than the leader of Sanity on TV? I don't know. They haven't really done anything with... Because Alexander Wolf's on NXT UK. That was his name, right? Alexander Wolf, right? I think so, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Because there was one member of Sanity. That was that was Sawyer. Never mind. Yeah, he, le- he left before and they replaced him with Dane. But... Killian Dane is getting time on NXT now. And then Eric Young has just been kind of there. He got beat down one night. I think that was it, wasn't it? On Raw? I think so. But they literally, like, they brought Sanity up and literally didn't do anything with him. They did. Squat with him. And then they have uh, Nikki Cross doing something on her own. Well, not on her own, but she's... She's tag team. Yeah, she's tag team champions with Excel Bliss now. So, there is that, too. So... The next match was a triple threat match for the North American Championship. That match was really good. My man Velveteen Dream came up with the win. Yeah, it was Velveteen versus Pete Ro- Dunn. Pete Dunn and Roderick Strong. Yeah, versus Roderick Strong. Um, really excellent match. Thought it was really great, especially with it being a triple threat match. Because those can be great or they can be bad. Just depends. And then we got Shayna Baszler versus the HBIC. Mia Yim. The head, baddie in charge. I think that match was alright. 
A match was okay. It wasn't the greatest. I think uh, the, the the crowd just seemed like they really went into it for some reason. But I think that they just came down from that really good like triple threat match. Yeah. And there was that. So the problem is they were in a really hard spot to begin with. But yeah, I mean, Shayna Baszler retains. Um, the one thing I can say is I think with all the retaining, I think they're preparing themselves for FS1. Because I think they want some strong people in those spots. Yeah, I think, and I think up to this point, NXT has always been kind of expected like, oh, someone gets really good, then they're gonna get pulled up to the main roster. Yep. But I feel like now they get they had they kind of have to have their stars, and I don't think pulling Shayna Baszler up right now would make any sense for NXT wise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I mean, well, it depends. It depends. I'm kind of curious what they're going to do. If Ronda Rousey didn't get pregnant, because that's the rumor that she took time off, she wanted to start a family. There's nothing wrong with that. But if she doesn't get pregnant by, well, I don't know how that's gonna work now because they ain't got Sasha Banks. Unless they get Sasha Banks back, it's not gonna really work. Four Horsemen. Oh yeah. I I didn't even really think of that. So, well, we'll see. We'll see. It's kind of a roll of the dice at this point. We'll see what happens. Um, next match was really good as well. It was the two out of three falls match with stipulations for the NXT Championship. Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano, 2047. This is the best match, though, they had. Yeah, this really is. So, Adam Cole retains. Um, he won the first fall via disqualification because Johnny Gargano just beat him down with a chair. Then Johnny Gargano won the second fall, which was a street fight. And then... The third and final fall was the barbed wire steel cage match that had all the weapons in it. And he won that one after Johnny Gargano and him went through a table. Or two tables. Yeah, I knew Johnny Gargano was going to win the title back. I don't know. I was I was thinking he might after they did the whole thing with Undisputed Era losing the other matches and not really getting anything. So I thought maybe they are going to do a swerve. But they didn't now. Well, I also thought about, like, how close is Champa to coming back? Uh, I mean, that's a neck injury, so he's probably at least four or five months off. That'd be my best guess. I haven't heard anything, so I don't know. But that would be my best guess at the very earliest. If he does somehow get earlier, that'd be great. But this is what kind of goes into what I was just saying. So apparently after the show went off the air last night, William Regal came out with the whole thank you Johnny Gargano, so. Because he already kind of got, him and Champa got called up pretty much before Champa got injured. And then once Champa got injured, because that was when they brought everybody up as tag team. So they brought Aleister Black and Ricochet up together. They brought up, uh, who was it? Gargano and Champa. Gargano and Champa. There was one more team that they brought up. Um, War Raiders, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure. Oh, I'm sorry. Viking Raiders. It's the Viking experience. Now, that's their finisher now. They went from the War Raiders to the Viking experience, but because that got such horrible backlash, they changed it to the Viking Raiders, which is better. I still prefer them to do War, Ranger, War Raiders, but I can hear... I mean... I, I can hear Vince going like, they can't be the War Raiders. That's too violent. They need to be the Viking experience. I thought the Viking experience was a good, really good gay porn name. It's not gay porn, though. The wrestlers. Oh, uh, no. That's a bad name. You know, I'm done with you. Oh, my God. 
you're so ghetto. This is supposed to be a family-friendly show. You said you wanted to make it family-friendly, and you were the first one to drop the F-bomb today. Well, I had to. Because when you have some old-ass white men telling women what to do with their bodies, that does burn me up. How do you have a right to say that about anybody? That's like that's like them women going out looking at them and being like, you need to take Viagra or Blue Chew because your dick is limp. If they want to have a limp dick, go right ahead. Go right ahead. Have yourself a limp penis. Well, before we get taken off of YouTube, I'm going to go ahead and tell you that you can find Mike Text It Out at my channel, youtube.com slash... Hold on, I gotta pull up the URL real quick because I don't have one yet. Then why are you trying to pull up the URL then? Just search them on YouTube and Mike Text It Out. It'll be a lot easier. Until he gets that custom URL. So please go over there and like, comment, and subscribe. Especially subscribe because he is 40 away from having his custom URL. You got to get 100. I need 40 more. So people keep disliking my Ikea video. Anyway. Yes. If you like technology and stuff like that, then check out my channel. Well, anyways, don't forget to follow me on YouTube. Look up Jeff Super Cool Collectibles. I'm doing a video and it's going to drop later this week. I did one last Sunday that we, we put up, but I'm going to go back to my regular time slot because I prefer to do it there sometime in midweek, usually Wednesdays or Tuesdays, Wednesdays or Thursdays. Probably going to be Wednesdays. That's probably the best time for it to drop it. Um, also, don't forget to look me up on Twitter. YouTube, sorry, Twitter and Instagram at the real Jeff RG, and the same on Facebook. And you can check me out on Twitter at Mike Text It Out. And that's gonna bring this show to a conclusion. So don't forget to follow, watch us next week when we discuss SummerSlam and a bunch of other shit that I find on the internet when I'm sitting in the car for an hour and a half every morning. Anyway, always do at least two things at the same time. And peace out from Vanilla Ice. I'm leaving. I quit the show. And MC Hammer. It's Hammer time. I quit the show. Too classy for this. Stop. Hammer time.